0: Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. So here we are. We're doing it again, aren't we? Krishna <coughs> you. In 2020. Oh. Somebody just said recently 2020 is the year of vision. Who was it that said that? <laughs>
1: My dad. It was you. I said Yeah. yeah. When?
2: Just now? I think it was last night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the year of clarity. Oh, okay. For 2020 vision, yeah. 2020. The year of clarity. But actually, that was my wife. I didn't take
1: credit. Oh. She came up. Oh. So humble. Yeah. Don't
0: tell him yeah. too humble. Yeah. Too humble. You know what I mean? There's something mm-hmm. going on here. All right, so thank you all for coming. Uh, It's good to see you. I think you kind of like it here, don't you? Mm -hmm. Me too. So, uh, good to see you back. Uh, So what are we talking about? Door number one, door number two, door number three. Sounds like a game show, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. There's seven doors, though.
2: Yeah, I know, but <laughs> the guy that I hired to do the graphic,
0: he, you know, he gave me more than three doors. I got more than my money's worth. <laughs> so, um, what are we talking about with this door number one, two, and three? Uh, I, I started thinking about this when I was reading in Bhagavad Gita. Does everybody have, do you have a Bhagavad Gita? No, I'm not. No? Do you have one? Yes. Do you like a ginger, chip? yeah. And what's your name
3: again?
1: Evelyn. Evelyn? Yeah. How
0: can I forget that?
3: Call me Evie. Evie. Evie Evie's my nickname.
0: Would you, uh, would you like a Bhagavad Gita? Oh, it's um, a really great book, and it's free. I, I know the
1: story. I studied it yeah. for a couple of years, and yes, uh, I have
0: seen. It. Would you take one if we gave you one? Yeah. You can read it. Mm.
3: Yeah, I might actually. I might probably own it already. Uh huh. I have an extended library.
0: Well, you can check.
3: check.
0: And if you don't,
3: I'll get it next time.
0: You can get it next time. So uh, and Jan,
3: he is just two months in Tucson. He's mm-hmm. from uh, mm-hmm.
0: Really, human? Yeah. What do you do there? What do I? No, I'm not there anymore. I'm here now.
1: <laughs> when you
0: are there, um, what do you do? I'm not there anymore. I'm here now. Oh, you moved here? <laughs> yes. Here now, two months ago. <laughs> I met him mm-hmm. in the
3: restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure okay. Just...
0: Wasn't there very long either. Welcome, a wandering soul. Thank you. Good to have you. Wandering soul? Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too.
3: (laughs) I do a lot of that.
0: Sometimes I like to let my mind wander, but sometimes it doesn't come back. Sometimes I get a really good laugh, you know. It depends on the room.
3: Sometimes my mind goes way out on left field.
0: (laughs) And then keeps on going. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Many.
0: <laughs> so this is a, a, an open discussion. Good to have you here, Nick. Uh, so I'm going to talk a little bit. Feel free to interrupt at any time with questions or comments. It's welcome. So it's not a lecture, it's a discussion. So what if you were I have to read this or I'll forget it. Um, Suppose, if you will, that you're trapped in a frustrating situation that seems to repeat itself again and again and again. Frustrating. And this goes on year after year after year. So you're caught in this frustration. Uh, you're going on with your life and you're trying to steer your life in a certain direction but again and again and again you find that you're really not making a whole lot of uh, progress you ever had that realization? you know you keep ending up at pretty much the same place you see So maybe through the year or through a certain period of time, I think I've made a lot of progress. And so many times we we see in our lives that, man, it looks like I'm on the right path. I just met this guy and he has this great idea. I'm gonna try this diet or I'm gonna try this uh, exercise or I'm gonna do this or I'm gonna do that. And from this, I'm gonna get out of the frustration that I find myself in life, you know? Frustration. What does that mean? What does that word frustration mean? It means I'm trying to get something, but it's just always out of reach. You know, you almost get it, but gotta try just a little bit harder. Next time I'll get it. So that's frustration. I'm trying and I'm trying, striving. But it keeps like dodging away. I get close. And then I think, hey, you know what? I'm going to try a different way after a certain period of time. So I'm going to change a couple of things and I'm going to go after this that I'm looking for. What am I looking for? What are we all really, really looking for?
1: Happiness. Hmm?
2: Pleasure. Pleasure. Love,
0: love, exactly. See the reaction is I want pleasure. But if you drill it down, what kind of pleasure? Where does that pleasure come? What's the source of this pleasure? Define pleasure. You know. So love, love is the is the definition. So, how is love pleasure? Because it gives us warmth,
3: a sense, of belonging.
0: a sense of belonging, a sense of someone belonging to you. You belong to them. This isn't something that we share just with one person. We share this, if we're fortunate, we share this with the entire world. I belong to you but you've never met me. But I'm your servant. I'm here to serve you. I belong to you. And you belong to me. Not that I'm going to control you and make you do this and make you do that. But when I say that you belong to me, I'm taking responsibility for your well-being. Or some people say, I got your back. If you ever need me, I'm there for you. Better than that. Better than being there for you. I'm here for you. See what I mean? Did you have a question?
2: I was going to say that's a good Lenny Kravitz song. I belong to you. You belong to me. Really? Yeah. Who yes. is it? Lenny Kravitz. It's a really good
0: song. <laughs> don't, <that's
2: awesome. laughs> don't know him. You don't know him.
0: Okay. Can you hum a few bars?
1: I <laughs> you. <laughs> and you, you belong to me too. You want an no, but it sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Is he
0: stealing my material? When did he come out with
1: it? <laughs> <laughs> if it was
0: before two hours ago. Then, it, then he owns it. <laughs> yeah, we actually want that. We want uh, to belong to each other. But what's the biggest thing that impedes us? Huh? Fear? Fear of? The
3: unknown.
0: The unknown. I don't know. I want to have this warm and loving relationship with you, but I just don't know. (laughs) I mean, I want that. I Mm -hmm. want to. I want to be vulnerable to you, and I'd like for you to be vulnerable to me. I'd like to get that close. You know what? I just don't know. Now, why don't I know? Why do I feel
1: that way?
3: We don't know the consequences of the impact on one another, especially when we're sensitive to one another and our own needs. or
0: what. We don't know those consequences because, you know what? I've tried this before, and it blew up in my face. Why, I can remember... Actually, as you go on, decade after decade, you think, I've tried this a lot of times with a lot of people. I've tried to be uh, very close, vulnerable, and it ended up not working. So I'm on this path, and I'm trying to get this situation to where uh, I feel real, real love in my life. Uh, Not just with one, I'm not talking about the the kind of love that uh, many people think that what you're saying is that I just find a mate. I'm talking beyond that. Of course, you should find a mate. If you have that desire, most people want to have a mate. Mating is, is normal for the living entity. All living entities mate, they all eat. They all sleep. They all mate. And then they have to defend what they have. So eating, sleeping, mating, and defending are required. (coughs) Now, there's going to be some people who don't mate. That's very rare. That's extremely rare. (coughs) But just mating isn't going to fulfill this uh, desire. Because you have to be able to connect with persons other than your mate. What about family, siblings, parents. And why should it be limited to just them? You have the same last name as me, so that means we're close. It doesn't always work out that way, does it? So no, so uh, all living entities are the persons that you should be loving and uh, connecting with all not just the human beings not just people who uh, agree with you okay? not just people who vote for the same person you vote for <laughs> you know you got to cut through all of the what's that word manusia <laughs> another way of stating that is bovine feces
1: <laughs> you get what i mean don't you?
0: You're going to cut through all the crap and get down to the real thing, the real thing? What is it that we as living entities actually have in common? Uh, is it uh, we were born from the same mother or we're in the same family or is it, what is it that we have in common with all living entities?
3: We're children of God. Huh? We're children of
0: God. We're children of God which means we're all siblings. Bhagavad Gita says, Krishna says in the 15th chapter, that all living entities are my eternal fragmented parts. Always, eternal, always have been, are now, and always will be. So, now, if we understand that, that's very comforting, isn't it? So how do I cash in on it? All right, it's mine, I'm I'm an eternal part of God. So how do I realize that? That's like if someone came up to you and said, what's your name again, sir? Jan. Jan, hey, Jan, what's your last name?
1: Swanson.
0: Jan Swanson, are you Jan Swanson? Why, you've just inherited $20 million. You know, are you this, yeah, are you this, are you the Jan Swanson from Yuma? Wow, you're the guy. (laughs) You just inherited $20 million. You're going to (laughs) think, way cool, right? Great news. Sooner or later, you're going to say, okay, what do I do to get it? I mean, it's good for you to tell me that. That's... (laughs) you really got my heart pounding, but how do I take possession of it? You know? So you're an eternal part of God. Now, how do you take possession of that? How does that become yours? You see, how do you actually get to use it? To so that's what we're going to talk about. So... Uh, You're wondering, when's he going to get to these three stupid doors, right?
1: (laughs) Although there's like 20. 20 million doors behind (laughs) Unlimited doors.
0: So, So I said, suppose that you're traveling through life, and it seems to be more and more frustrating. I really want this type of real love. I really want it. Uh, I want to be able to take possession of it. I don't want to just be known, uh, be told and convinced that I have it, that it should be mine. No, I want it to be mine. I want to have it. I want to experience it. So, what are the things that prevent me before I get to what will help you take possession of your $20 million or your eternal love? or this uh, being able to uh, actualize in your consciousness the fact that you are a part and parcel of God. Before I get to how you do that, what are the things that keep you from getting it? So let's say you're going down this, you're in this situation, frustrated again and again. Suppose that no matter how hard you try, this situation just keeps carrying on. And... It it's just keeps you on the same destructive course. Why is it a destructive course? Because I'm not getting this ultimate love that I want. I'm not able to get my ultimate desire. I think I'm gonna get it. It's so frustrating, because I think I'm gonna get it, but then I don't. You see, sometimes I think I had it, but then I look back and I think, well, that wasn't, wasn't what I had planned, you see? All right, suppose you come upon three doors Or gates, or choices. One, two, and three, and and one of which might lead you safe uh, uh, to safely escape this continuing frustration. One of them might. All right. Now suppose that each one of those doors is going to take you to the same destination. Continued. suffering continued frustration so in other words i found three choices if i take one of them any one of them they're all going to deliver me to the same place which is continued frustration from uh achieving what it is that i'm trying to get this warm love you know so has anybody has anybody caught on i I changed gates the
3: to nature. doors. Found that the You're nature.
0: close. You're mm. close. What are the three gates? Atul
1: Govinda.
0: Lust, anger, and greed. Aha, uh-huh, see, I changed it to doors because I knew Atul Govinda would say, Oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. <laughs> 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 but we didn't
1: hear Lust, anger, you. Say it last.
0: Lust, anger, and greed. Thank you. Lust, anger, and greed. So now how's that work? What am I talking about? I have this desire, right? I want I want love. I want real love in my life. I mean, a real thing, something that's going to be here forever, for eternity. And so I'm not able to get it. So but I want it so bad. So from that, lust. I'm lusting. Extreme desire. So I think. Oh, I know what I need to do. I need to go back to school, get another degree. So I'm lusting for that intense desire. From that, I'll get a good job. You know, big dollars. Not just regular-sized dollars like you have, but big dollars. You see? Big bank account. Great car. Fantastic duds.
1: (laughs) <laughs> the whole
0: thing that I need that's going to ultimately take me to getting this love you see what I mean so we find out that this lust will, take, will make us go real hard and try hard for something to struggle to get it you know to get the degree you've got to study you got to read a lot of mundane who knows what most of the stuff in college... Correct me if I'm wrong. Who's, who's a college person? All right? Most of it is not that interesting, right? right. But you got to do it, right? And you got to get a grade. So, I mean, you have to... Some of it you think, wow, this is going to be fun. And it doesn't turn out to be so much fun. Some of it really is, you know? So you have to try real hard. So you have to struggle to get... <clears throat> this degree. From that degree, you have to struggle to get a job. You got to want it, right? If it's going to pay big bucks, you got to want it really bad because everybody wants the big dollars. So you got to get in there and compete. So you're lust, you're lusty for it. Strong desires, strong desires for a mate. So, but what if the job doesn't satisfy you? Typically, they don't. Am I right? I mean, a lot of times people say, oh, it worked for me. Why, I got out of school. I got this great job. And then, why, within two weeks, I saw God. I mean, it took me all the way to God's arms. I got the suit. Well, I, I don't hear that very often. So, probably the jobs, you know. It's gonna do what uh, material things always do, let you down. So, when I thought it was gonna work, but it doesn't, now I'm angry. It didn't work out. I put a lot of my time and my life into pursuing this goal, this job, all the university and the expense and staying up studying and now I've got this job, and yeah, there's money, but I'm paying too much tax, and my boss is a jerk. And they may close down this thing and send it over to China. Oh, you, know, you see what I mean? So now I'm angry. Typically, lust leads us to anger, because material desires can never be fulfilled. Now, you might get some temporary fulfillment, like you get a new job and you think there for a while wow this is great this is great and then later on you find out it's not that great you know or you want something else uh relationships can be like that too you find someone and you think is is gonna you're gonna have a great relationship it turns out it's not it's disappointing so material desires material desires always end in uh frustration, anger. I wanted it. I thought it was going to work. Damn it, I'm mad. So lust, anger, greed. You see, now now my greed starts to grow. I wanted even more. You know, I took that class or all those classes in school. Then I got this job and I got the BMW and I got all this stuff and I got him or her or <clears throat> and it didn't work out. So I did I do all that for nothing? Now I've got to go back and figure out another path to get what it is that I want. See? So, but it's my lust and my anger and my greed that lead me into a consciousness that's just taking me down. Down. It's a hellish condition. <clears throat> very hellish condition to be caught up in uh, lust, anger, and greed in this frustrative uh, mood, you see? So, but yet, how many choices do we have in the material world? Well, we do what people say. You know, we do that we follow the recommendation on the internet. try this diet, try this Then vote for me, do this, do that, and you'll be, I'll make, vote for me, I'll make you happy. You know? Why, if you join up with me, we'll defeat them. Oh, that sounds great. Well, you know, <laughs> um, that may sound promising to the younger people in the room, but to the older folks, we think, that's such, so much baloney. You know, it doesn't, just doesn't work that way so let me read some verses from uh, Bhagavad Gita let's see what Krishna says Um, this is Bhagavad Gita 16th chapter verses 20 through 24 Krishna says attaining repeated birth and death among the species of demonic life O son of Kunti Such persons can never approach me. Gradually, they sink down to the most abominable type of existence. Because you're just struggling with the material nature. Always trying to overcome material nature. If I get wealth, if I get fame, power, oh, huh, if I get power. If I get enough money, I can get some power. If I get money and power, I'm going to have some fame. Then somebody will adore me. Why? They'll look at me and say, hey, do you know who that is? That guy's rich. That's him. So I'm rich, powerful, famous, fame, profit. And now I'm adored. Someone's going to want to mate with me and distinction. Why, he's the guy that invented the, the thingamabob. He came up with the idea. Wow. I bet he lives like he came. I bet he is so happy. Because he's got this fame, all this money, distinction, adoration. You see what I mean? Like, I don't know who. Jeff Bezos. Is it Bezos or Bezos. I like to pick on him. Is that, is that how do you pronounce it? As you like. Well, he's not here, so Bezos, we can say, I would say. let's say Bezos. Yeah, Jeff Bezos. You know the guy that did all, uh, Amazon. And for a long time, he was the richest man in the world. So I had to give him. He was famous. Everybody, except for you guys,
1: really, <laughs> knew who he was. <laughs>
0: The cheap shot was... <laughs> no, he was famous, powerful, distinct, distinctive. I mean, this guy started Amazon, you know? And love. He must have had tremendous love in his life with all that. Of course, this is the guy that had the most expensive divorce in history of the planet. <laughs> you know? He was the richest guy ever on the face of the earth. And then he had the most expensive divorce ever on the history of the world. So he can see in a grand scale, these things really don't work. You see, uh, the richest people in the world aren't the happiest. You see, they don't necessarily have this love that we're talking about. Uh, no matter what they, how hard they worked in college or how, how hard they worked in their business. Uh, in my life, I've known many, many wealthy people, and they have as many, if not more, problems than the average guy. They're not really that happy. But they've got money, and everybody knows their name. but they have a lot of times alone when they think I gotta do something. I'm on this course that keeps repeating itself. I'm not getting what I want, just like we were talking. And even though they were very successful in school and business, and, and everybody knows them. So, Krishna says, gradually these type this type of person, they sink to the most abominable type of existence. Because if I have to try harder to get this, Through the only means that I know, work hard, get money, fame, adoration, distinction, you see. And I'm going to have to try harder and harder because that's the only avenues that we know to achieve this. Krishna goes on in the next verse. There are three gates leading to this hell. Uh Aha, that's where I got it. The three gates leading to this hell, this hellish condition, this hellish life of always wanting and always being frustrated. Lust, anger, and greed. Every man, uh, every sane man should give these up for they lead to degradation of the soul. So this eternal pursuit uh, of the material gratification, some sort of gratification from the material energy Krishna says that this is the degradation of the soul you're degrading your soul you're degrading you you see because you're just trying hard, you're spinning your wheels and getting more and more frustrated it's like if you uh, get in the mud and you You know, in your car, you're back into the mud and you step on the gas and it starts spinning. It just digs you in deeper, doesn't it? Mm -hmm.
1: You
0: know, doesn't do any good. You get dug in. So this material pursuit, trying to get fulfillment through the material world, uh, through material pursuit, is just digging you in. It's degrading you. You become degraded. The man who has escaped these three gates of hell, O son of Kunti, performs acts conducive to self-realization and thus gradually attains the supreme destination. Ah, light at the end of the tunnel. I don't have to stay stuck. Krishna says the man who has escaped these gates performs acts conducive to self-realization makes a lot of sense. Let's do things that are conducive to me getting what it is that I want. So let me accept the things that are favorable to me achieving my ultimate goal and reject things that are unfavorable. What's unfavorable? Lust, anger, and greed. They're not favorable. You have to get up. You have to get out of that rut. What are these things that are conducive? Does anybody know? What are these things that we do that, that actually help us get this goal? First of all, you gotta know, you got to know what the goal is and you got to stay focused on it and not get distracted. The goal is?
1: Krishna. Krishna.
0: <laughs> because Krishna is the source of love. It's real love. I am his eternal part and parcel. I belong to him and he belongs to me. And you got to say to yourself, damn it, I want him. I want him. He's mine. I'm a part, you see. It's just like if you're a member of a family. What, you're entitled to associate with that family, aren't you? And yet, here we are, because of our uh, contaminated consciousness, contaminated by the material energy, we're thinking we're so far from God. Why, sometimes we may even wonder if there is such a guy. Because I've sunken, just as Krishna has described, I've sunken into this low form of life, form of consciousness I have forgotten because I'm trying to satisfy my desires by exploiting the material energy and that includes you, I exploit you, we exploit each other I want what I want I'm lusty and greedy and if I have to, I'll make some promises to you so that I can get you to help me get what I want. I may even promise you that, hey, for whatever you help me, I'll help you. You do for me and I'll do for you. Quid pro quo, you see. And then maybe I don't fully live up to my promise because I got you to do what I needed you to do and I kind of do, you see what I mean? This goes on a lot in the material world. We exploit each other. We exploit the resources and each other. You see? Why? Because I've forgotten my position as a loving associate of Krishna. Now, to the degree that I can remember my loving uh, association with Krishna, to the degree that I can remember that I'm really a part of him, how can I exploit you? You see? How can I be dishonest with you? Unless I'm forgetting this relationship with this beautiful creature, God. If I can somehow or other block him out, then I can mislead you. For my own benefit but if I'm conscious of it, if my relationship with him is healthy then how can I mistreat you you see what I mean it's not possible it's like a child doesn't misbe- uh, uh, misbehave I guess some of them do <laughs> a lot of them don't if the father's right there you know you see what I mean? If you're always Krishna conscious or always conscious of Krishna and your loving relationship with him, then you don't um, try to take advantage of other people. Mislead, cheat, be dishonest. You see? Why? Because I don't need it. I have Krishna. If I have Krishna, I've got everything. Krishna is the source of everything, so therefore I have everything. I have everything when I have Krishna. I have everything that's ever been and everything yet to come. Plus this fountainhead of love. Eternal. You see, I get my eternal loving relationship with Krishna back. Once I have that, then billions of dollars look like just piles of green paper. (laughs) You know, who needs green paper?
1: Uh,
0: Rubies and diamonds and emeralds look like just pieces of broken glass. What is the use of it? I have Krishna. I've got it all. So once you have it all, Oh, and having it all, meaning Krishna, is so much you can't handle it. You think you could have Krishna and keep him all to yourself? You're going to want to give him to everybody you have, right? Because you can't give him all away. It's not like if I get a thousand dollars and I go out and start giving a hundred bucks to each of my friends, pretty soon I'm only. I only got $50 left or so. You see what I mean? That's, it's not like that with Krishna. The more Krishna that I give, the more Krishna that I seem to have. Why, the, the more hearts that we can touch by awakening this Krishna consciousness, this dormant love of God, by the more we get. Not that we're trying to get more. I'm trying to give, but I get more. You see? It's like we were talking last night when you have that experience. When you first taste that giving of Krishna to someone, that's a turning point in your consciousness. You'll never get over that moment when you change someone's life. You'll never, you'll never get over it. You'll become so addicted. You'll try to go and do it again and again and again. Give me more of this. And as you turn people on to their lost loving relationship with Krishna, his embrace just gets tighter. Thank you, thank you. In other words, we've become his instrument. It's like Krishna has this flute. That's his instrument you also become his instrument. If you're doing exactly what he wants you to do, you are his instrument. And he says to you, please help me get the lost souls to come into my embrace. I want them all back. They've wandered away looking for something besides me. Could could you help me do that? If you would, I'd be eternally grateful. That is such a debt to Krishna that he says, I don't have enough wealth to repay you for what that's worth to me. If you can bring one soul to me, I don't have enough wealth to pay you what that is worth to me. And I've got all the wealth. So I'll just have to give you myself that's my final payment I I, I'm so indebted to you that I'm just gonna have to become your servant in love you see so this is the nature of this Krishna consciousness does this make any sense so this is what we're striving to do we're trying to get out
3: the one thing that does make sense. Did and I say it was time for questions? No, I'm, no, not, I'm just. I'm being greedy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just being sense. mean. You know me. No, I'm. I'm. I'm totally cornered. <laughs> yeah, but I don't mean to be. Okay, go ahead. You want to hear. No, no, no. Okay, yeah. forgive me. Okay, for any yeah. speculations. Okay. Okay. Um, I know. I'm a monster at that. Um. You know, there's much spoken about, you know, um, all the, you know, the internal and the external factor of God, Krishna. You know, in our realities, is there perspective of how to view that or to let that be a part of the realization in our life? Is it that Krishna is outside of us, or that we're just all one big microcosm and macrocosm of Krishna? Well, everything, too
0: much now? if, if uh, Krishna or God is the source of everything, mm-hmm. everything, meaning everything, comes from Him. Mm-hmm. So every, everything is, in fact, Him to some degree. But He has different <coughs> energies, you see. Of which of these energies you, the soul, is part and parcel, you're part of his uh, superior energy. Now, things like rocks, things like, that's the inferior energy, but it's still part of him. So, in a way, if I don't know the rest of the story, I can say, truthfully, it's all one. Well, it is. Look a little closer. Oh, wait a minute. You have all this cosmic stuff, but hey, look, there are like entities there. Okay, they're all one. Okay, look a little closer. Oh, wait a minute. There's all these entities, but they're individuals. They're all made out of the same stuff. They're all made out of Krishna. They're all part, but yet, they're individuals. They have personalities, individual personalities, you see. So, yeah, you can say it's all one, you know. It's
3: just a kind of
0: but it's but there's more to it. There's more to that story. Just get a little closer.
3: And we can't be spiritually greedy, you're saying, too. you're lost and greed like I'm being greedy with another...
0: It's like if you if you look up on a mountain you could say that mountain's green and then as you get a little closer you think why well, there's little like little that green that I see is like different bits of green hey wait they're trees well they're all they're all the same well wait a minute no they're not some are pine and some are oak and as you get closer you see the more the details. So the concept that it's all one is correct from a distance.
3: I guess just how to view Krishna
0: outside. Okay, no mind. No, I'll just stop. Yeah. Well, that's now that's what we've tried to do. We've tried to get further away from him and see him from a distance, and we've all been successful at that. We've gotten so far away and our consciousness has been so clouded by chasing what we want for ourselves that we don't even remember it. We don't, we don't remember. We've we have lost. lost. <laughs> we lost it. We just lost. You see? But very rapidly you can get back, back uh, close, up close and personal with Krishna.
3: I like what you said about every kid. no love, kind, uh, I guess, embrace Krishna as well
0: as having, oh, forgive me, I forgot. We're, we're I never going to get, I mean, this is just logic. If we buy it that if there is a God,
3: yeah.
0: and that God is the source of everything, then that God is the source of love. So, if I want love, then I need to go to God, if there is a God. You see what I mean? That's the best place to get it, from the source. So, you know. So, if I pursue this love by looking under rocks and prowling around the material world, trying to do it uh, the material way, I'm going to always be frustrated. It'll be a roller coaster ride at best. It'll be really good for a while, but it's just not so good and totally frustrating. Then think gets real good. And, and we get tired of this roller coaster up and down. So, this process of bhakti yoga allows us to become equipositioned, equipoised. You slice off the peaks and put them in the valleys. So, it becomes a nice, steady, level, sweet ride. Full of love and fulfillment. Once you feel fulfilled, then you can feel something that you haven't felt for a long time. And you can't feel unless you're fulfilled. And that's gratitude. I feel fulfilled. I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful. But until you get fulfillment and get to keep it, spiritual fulfillment, then what's her to be grateful for? I'm grateful that I almost got fulfillment or I'm grateful that I got it for a little while. You know, it's like you have a relationship with someone and it breaks off and it doesn't work. And you say, well, at least we had some good times. (laughs) Okay, yeah, you had some good times. You had some hell too. (laughs) You ended up with lawyers in court. We still don't know who's going to get the cat. Who's <laughs> are oh, going to fight over everything. <laughs> See? Boy, we had some good years. Boy, that's pitiful. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> so, no, no. You, as an eternal living entity, you're not entitled to go through this up and down peaks and valleys. Your eternal nature is to be always <clears throat> fulfilled, to feel that fulfillment. You're eternal, you're full of knowledge, and you're eternally blissful, except when you lose consciousness of who you are and who God is and what your relationship is. You get that back and you have it all, the fulfillment, great gratitude, you see. But but you're not going to be able to just embrace that and keep it to yourself. You're going to want, you're going to be driven to, uh, is it possible, do you think? Is it possible to just go, go away, be all by yourself and just feel fulfilled and, Gr- grateful? Mm. What are you going to do? No, you're going to say, "Hey, buddy, come here. Let me tell you something. Boy, have I got something to tell you. You know, it's like a, it's like a, a fountain that just flows from you. You want to tell everyone you, you meet? You know, you know, spread it with everyone. Let's all, let's share this because I want everybody to wake up to." awaken their consciousness does that make any sense any questions yeah it seems like well first i want
3: to apologize for the way um i thought that i knew enough about christian because i studied her. i mean that's just so ignorant but any, anyway, what i was going to say is i have moments where i feel the joy and connected And then it's like my ego edges got out, and then I have to work it. I've got to do the job I've got to do the meditation. It's like like I have wonderful moments,
0: but they don't last. Yeah, because we start, we get focused on something else. So there's the process of being able to get it and hold on to it. And even once you're holding on to it, there's going to be uh, moments that are still gonna give you maybe some sadness. But that sadness is gonna be for other people because you care for them. Your suffering is pretty much gone, but you see someone else and the pain, you know, there's just some way I could help you. And I can, I know I can, but I can't get through, you see. But that's a sweeter pain. It's also a deeper pain. If you care for your fellow living entities. Once you get in a position where you're okay, you know, you're safe and you know it, uh, then you're going to really want to get other people safe too. It's like you're... You've got the. You're on the. Now you. You've been pulled into the. The boat. You know. You're drowning. You've been pulled into the lifeboat. You know. So you look at someone. And you say, "Here, here. Take my hand. Come on, grab on."
1: It's
0: like that movie. Uh, Titanic. Did anybody see that? <laughs> grab my hand. Oh no. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: here. uh, 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 And then the music. uh, uh. And everyone in the audience is
3: I heard that that (laughs) movie was, there was a book with the same exact details, 80 years before um, um, it actually happened. Wow. And I've heard it speculated that so much emotion and angst with, you know, and focus on that book occurred, you know, um, manifestation, we'll talk about this next, and that, um, that it actually did happen 80 years later. Wow. <clears throat> and that, you know, with the grow- I well, to bring it back to what you were sharing, I guess it's a whole different thing. You know, I guess. Well, I guess we've been creating a lot of books and stories to manifest
1: the struggle. Yeah.
3: Maybe if that's a parallel. Um.
0: This has been an eternal struggle in this material world with it, with with those who come here. It's an eternal struggle. Everyone. You know, who are the good guys and who are the bad guys?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Everyone's struggling. Everyone is so. Uh, lusty to get some enjoyment, that we're all to some degree dishonest. Nature of the living entity, when you come in contact, even though you're part and parcel of God, when you come in contact with the material energy, you'll have a, a tendency to come under the influence of the illusory energy. So you have a tendency to become illusioned, you have a tendency to make mistakes. We all make mistakes. People say that. We all make mistakes. We all do. We all have a tendency to cheat. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: If we have to, I can rationalize it. And it was just a little white lie. How did we give colors to lies, you know? (laughs) Little white lie. You know? And we have imperfect senses. Our senses are not perfect. So we judge things. We perceive through our senses, and they're imperfect. You turn the lights off in here, we can't see anything. So our eyes depend on the light, and we depend on so much. So, um, so there we are. We need a transcendental uh, escape, I and mean, we need an escape route from this. It's like Evi was saying, you gotta get it and be able to keep it. So we do that by first of all start every day praying. What's that prayer we like so much? Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Krishna Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare, Rama, Hare Rama, 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 Hare Hare. And you do that, and you do do that, and you do that. And what you're saying is, oh Radha. Pray to Krishna's feminine energy first. If you get Radha, then you get Krishna. Hare, hara is Radha. Oh Radha, please, oh Radha, please Krishna, please engage me in your loving devotional service. If I start loving devotional service, then I'm restored to my original position. I'm Krishna's instrument. The servant is the instrument of the master. The master says, hey, go do this. Go make me a cheese
1: sandwich.
0: Master, I thought you were vegan. Okay, make me some kind of sandwich. (laughs) Just make me a sandwich, dammit.
1: Servants.
2: So, you, yeah,
0: you have a question?
2: Um, well, just uh, thinking of what you were saying, during the talk it reminded me of an um, old movie with Jack Nicholson, I think it's a military movie, or he's in a courtroom, and he says something like, "Like You can't handle the truth. You can't handle <laughs> the truth. Right. And I was thinking yeah, yeah, yeah. that finally made sense to me, you can't handle the Krishna, because uh, starting to get the taste for Krishna, it's like going from... Zero on your tank to overfill, you know? So winning that, um, starting to win that Transcendental Lottery. Everybody's looking for the Material Lottery. And then we get a taste of winning the Transcendental Lottery. It's like having trillions, unlimited amounts, like you were saying. And you just want to share it, you know? Yeah, you, you just have to share it.
0: You just have to. See, there's no way of keeping it. If you've really got it, you've got a you're moved to share it. You see. I mean it's, a, it's like Krishna is all about love. All right. If you get, can you imagine you're all by yourself, right? And you feel love. Are you gonna be able to just keep it to yourself? Just sitting there, you, all by yourself, and all this love doesn't work that way. Love is shared. It's reciprocated. I mean, if you're just all by yourself and you're saying, "Boy, I'm really feeling the love," well, what is, what is the object of your love? I don't know. I'm just feeling it, man. You can't tell me I'm not feeling the love. <laughs> Get away or leave me alone. I'm in love over here. <laughs> I'm not alone. I got me, myself, and I. See, no, it doesn't work that way. Love is shared. You see? You can't embrace thin air. Love makes you want to embrace. You see? But you can
3: share love, but it can be rejected, too. There's still a way. There's such a multitude. All right, shut up, all right. Good. <laughs> now I know
0: what you're saying, and you're making a good point. But but let's say that you're uh, you're in a shadow, and I shine a, a a light on you. You know, they've got these tactical flashlights now that are like really bright. So I go, and so now you're all lit up. You can tell me, I reject that light. No. But you're in the light, aren't you? Well, I'm rejecting <laughs> it. I don't know. So I can love you. You can say I reject it, but hey, I'm, tell me still, I
3: the devil.
0: I'm still loving you. Yeah. You may say, but I don't love you back. But I'm not requiring that. You, see? you don't have to. So, I don't, you don't have to love me back for me to love you. <clears throat> if I require that, then it's a business deal. Hey, look. <clears throat>
1: How about, oh, yeah.
0: I love you, but you're going to love me back at least as much, maybe a little bit more.
1: <laughs> That's kind
0: of material, isn't it? I
3: agree. You know,
0: it's quid pro quo. Balance. They made that famous lately in the news, It's quid pro quo. What does that mean exactly? <laughs> <It feels laughs> me. huh? This for, oh for that This for
2: that?
0: You scratch my back, I scratch yours. If you do for me, I'll do for you. It's just business. And in the material world, that's kind of the definition of love. You see, In the spiritual world, we just love. Why am I not concerned about people loving me back because I'm loved by Krishna. Why His love is so strong and intense that it's not I'll never feel un- unloved or underloved. you see. And the thing of it is, I know that you're his part and parcel. I know that you love me. Just like he knows that you love him. Even though you say, no, I don't. I don't even believe there is a God. Well, Krishna knows. I'm here. You're my part and parcel. I know you love me. But you're in the wrong frame of mind right now. Your consciousness is covered over.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So when you're in this kind of condition, caught in your consciousness, you can think or not think anything. You're completely uh, irresponsible in your thinking, in your consciousness. Well, there's no telling what you could come up with, you see. So once you get that confidence of who you are, who is Krishna, what is your relationship with Krishna, then it doesn't become so much that you go and you say, "I love, I love this person." Yeah, well, they don't like you. <clears throat> okay. To the degree that they dislike me, I might not be able to associate with them because I don't know if they're going to do something That's, crazy. It's not necessary. That doesn't have broken. to mean I don't love yeah, them. Yeah, like like, you know, it's just not like you It's just like yeah. You know, if you're I use this example a lot. If you're walking in the desert and you come across one of those famous rattlesnakes that are out there, and there's a lot of them out there. So I don't have to hate the guy, right? They look at him, and I say, oh, you're beautiful. You know, they really are. But I don't think we can associate.
1: You know? I mean,
0: you're that kind of guy. (laughs) I mean, even if I try to do something nice for him, Still gonna get this bite, you know. So I can't even. Hey, would you like a sandwich? You know, I can't. I can't share my love with him. I can love him, but I'm not gonna get re- reciprocation. I need to keep my distance. Love him from a distance, you know. There's probably a few rattlesnakes out in Yuma, I would imagine. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, one more. Let's see. Let me read another verse before we chow down. Yeah, Krishna says, the man who has escaped these three gates of hell, lust, anger, greed, O son of Kunti, performs acts conducive to the self-realization and thus gradually attains the supreme destination. He goes on, he who discards scriptural injunctions and acts according to his own whims attains neither perfection nor happiness nor the supreme destination. Wow, that's a powerful statement coming from Krishna personally. Powerful. And so few people have this understanding. Let me read that again. He who discards scriptural injunctions and others in the scriptures, I tell you how to do it. I give you the roadmap. But if you discard that, and act according to your own whims want to do my own thing then you attain, uh, uh, attain neither perfection nor happiness nor the supreme destination if you're going to act on your own whims that's what got you here
3: Oops. you know
0: i mean it's kind of like if you're going someplace and you're you're using um, Google Maps. What do they call it? GPS, you're using your GPS. And the GPS is saying, turn left on 22nd Street. And you think, hey, I'm gonna turn right on 6th. I haven't been down 6th in a long time. I used to have a friend down there. You're not gonna get to your destination. You're acting on your whim. You see what I mean? But there are directions on how to get to Krishna, Mm -hmm. on how to get it all back, get your consciousness back, get reestablished in your loving relationship with Krishna. But if you decide, no, I'm going to do what I want to do, when I want to do it, how I want to do it, okay, you're going to stay right. You're going to wander around, you know? You do your own thing, you get your own thing. You're not going to get Krishna's thing. What are the chances? Do you think God is so cheap that I can just make up some way to get him in my arms? I mean, come on. You know, think of a famous person, a very famous, I was going to say the president, but not not many people want to go meet him. But I was, if you did, If you did want to meet the president, (laughs) I wouldn't mind. But I mean, if you did, can you just make up a way to do it? No. But you could find out the way, and maybe you could get and get in front of him and say, "Mr. President, you've done a really good job."
3: (laughs) (laughs) Not. (laughs) I was with him on the Gateway, like ten feet away. Wow! Really? When I was younger, when I worked in it. He definitely waited in in JFK International in in the airport and his plane wasn't available so he got, he took his family, um, his first wife and two, looked like two twin girls and they're Long Islanders, Long Island and uh, you know New York and well there was a delay so he and his family patiently waited, we were on the gateway and I was like 10 feet from him and oh my god he was hyper alert, I didn't know I was, you know, my sensitivity but you know he just like had everybody someday. but i'm seeing it interesting to have had and the experience is a perception of and knowing a lot of long island kind of and i accidentally went through trump towers once and saw that like out of this world fantasy just by accident um it's just coming out of I me. Mean, it seems to epitomize the huge lust, anger, and greed that humanity represents. Okay. Yeah. If we're in an apocalyptic kind of time. Well, every you know.
0: everywhere you look, it epitomizes it.
3: And you seem like a normal a civilized it, person. I'm sorry.
0: It, it's not just yeah. some rich guy or the poor guys are lusty, angry, and greedy as well. Yeah. They're lusty for the rich guy's money. Any of
3: us. And they're angry
0: because they don't have it.
3: Yeah.
0: And they're greedy for for more. When people, no matter how much people get, they all want more. Show me an example of somebody who got filthy rich and said, that's it. Yeah. That's it. I got enough. We <laughs> hear people talking about buying an island and going do that. Sometimes people do that. They actually get so rich they buy an island. There's a lot of islands for sale because people went and bought them and they're not satisfied. I'm not, you know what? Maybe if you had a little bigger island, you know, or maybe one with a mountain on it in Hawaii. You see what, it, there's no limit to material desires. So when you get some fulfillment materially, you're always looking up there, okay, what else can I get? But it's not like that when you're fulfilled by Krishna, by Krishna's love. It's not like that.
2: I think I could think of just one Prabhu, the yeah. Prabhu who's the grandson of Ford. It's a millionaire, but he's he oh, yeah. gives it to Krishna. Amarish,
0: yeah. my god brother. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Anvarish. Albert exactly. Albert Ford. He's the heir to the, the Ford fortune. And he's been a devotee since 1974. Initiated by my guru, Srila Prabhupada. He and I are godbrothers.
2: So he could be living like a king, like if you wanted to, buddy. but he's a king in his heart. He's, his got, heart. he's got billions. Yeah.
0: But he's a, a devotee of Krishna, and his only happiness is in giving Krishna to people. And he gives he gives lots of you know, millions and millions of dollars to Iscon projects. He gave 28 million dollars to our Mayapur project in Mayapur, India, and the Hawaii project and the Detroit project and. I mean, he gets tremendous enjoyment and has for almost 50 years, you see. But there's somebody who knows that uh, material gratification doesn't really ring the bell. All right, one more, one last verse and then we'll eat, I promise. One should therefore understand what is duty and what is not duty by the regulations of the scriptures knowing such rules and regulations one should act so that he may gradually be elevated so we learn from the scriptures in the association of those who understand the scriptures otherwise we may speculate or try to manipulate the meaning of the scripture to meet some material desire that I have no I need to discuss it with you you see so all right, be ready to sign us off. Good night out there. Thank you for tuning in. See you next Thursday. Same time, same station. I I it's so much fun, it should be illegal. <laughs>
3: Like, please, <laughs> yeah,
0: were you there when I gave
3: you? Yeah. <sighs>
1: oh, what is that? Ooh.
0: Can I put it aside and go use the facilities? Mm-hmm. I have to go to the old man's room, <laughs> no the it used to be the little boy's room, but I got old. <laughs> Well, this is a funny what Leva said the other night. At, at Fry's.
1: Oh, yeah. She's <laughs> <laughs> so innocent.
0: No. She is so wonderful.
1: <laughs> so, well, that was quick. Oh, <laughs> uh, Krishna. All right. Sydney, Sydney. Sydney, yeah. Sydney, yeah. right you a All right. <laughs> You it's don't want to eat, food. huh? Uh, I didn't I didn't know party. Party. you, see, yeah. Yeah. you see that I'm part uh, part of the the party. Sun <laughs> <party>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's when you. Well, I
3: think. I think I want. Yeah. I that's what I want. Yeah. that's what I was Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Well, her sister, Yeah, Yeah, so so the slide slide slide. So so Yeah, I is, like, outside But it can be, the what? And no I yeah. Know. Yeah. I'm I'm not just never my dance. I yeah. you it's still the it's not hard to be, like, to be <laughs> it is a sport. of killing dogs. All very,
2: very like the symbols of peace. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a that a of they so small. So, it's, I, I mean, it's very interesting. i mean, I know, do know, sort of so. I didn't because so. I saw what I was yeah. so. yeah, uh, like, Now I'm sure it's right. It's that's that's It's yeah,
1: no, yeah. I mean,
2: basically, know, that
1: that I was not I I didn't see it. No, oh, okay. you were recording. Yeah, I was recording. Yeah, yeah. so was I. I about yeah. yeah. Uh, I got like a yeah. stomach.